Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Uh, we were off last week because I had to chase the family down to the airport and <laughs> it was, uh, I was grateful to get them back. Not only because I got them back, but I got to give five of their dogs back. <laughs> and the monkey. And the monkey, yeah. But we still have four and two cats. So, yeah. so how was your week, Ellen? Oh, very busy. Mostly just working a lot. Regular work? Regular work. Oh. That's we are fun. slammed at work right now, which I guess is a good thing, really. Yeah, well, it keeps you busy and it makes the week go by quick, yes, it right? it does. Yeah. It keeps you in a job, so I'm very grateful for that. Right, right, right. Gotta right. have a job. Yeah. So why don't we why don't we get right into it? You know, I was uh, a lot of a lot of what we see and a lot of our stimulus, I guess, today is uh, social media. I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there maybe who don't engage in social media who are listening, but I would I'm probably venture to say that the majority of people that are listening do because you're on the web listening to us right now. So I'm going to read something. I don't know if um, everybody or anybody knows of the show that's on Bravo called – I just lost the name of the show. Oh, above decks or below decks? Below decks? I don't know. It's about it's about a uh, a charter crew, and uh, the captain, his name is Captain Lee Rosbach or something like that, wrote this post on uh, Instagram today. This past Saturday, my beloved wife Marianne and I laid our youngest son Joshua Lee to rest. After a 20-year struggle, he finally succumbed to the demons he fought so long and so hard. Addiction is an insidious disease that knows no social status or geographic boundaries. Whether you live in a 10,000-square-foot mansion or a double-wide trailer, the path of death, destruction, and devastation it leaves remains the same. We loved Josh unconditionally and were proud of the man he had become in spite of his problems. There was no one I ever knew who gave more of himself to those of his life, in his life. He loved with all his being without expecting anything in return. We both feel a hole in our souls that will never be filled. So my message to those of you who are fighting this disease, find a way to get help no matter what. For those of you who have a friend, family member, son or daughter who's struggling, do whatever it takes to get them the help they need. Be kind and loving and try to enjoy every second you have with them. Do not pray for our son, but please take care of your children and friends who may need it, as it isn't too late for them. Well, like wow is right, wow. you know. And just you know, tears in my eyes. That could so easily have been me. And you know, the, the the sad reality is is that every time I read one of these, my child passed, my brother passed, my sister passed. It's always a beautiful message of who they were, right? 
Right. They're not dragging the individual through the mud. You know, and there's a there's, there's a lot of people out there that need to listen to those words. I mean, um, send me an email if you don't have social media and you can't look it up, and and I'll I'll copy it and paste it to you because those are beautiful words. They just lost their son, their youngest son, and they had nothing but heralding praise for him, and he probably put them through the ringer like every other well, I'm addict. Sure, he did. You know, and and the bottom line is is he's gone. And if you're out there and you're listening to those words and you have someone you love who's struggling, they're not gone yet. Love them. Love them. You know, embrace them and let them know it's not okay. Their behavior isn't okay. But you want to love them and help them and get them to where they belong, where they should be to, 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 to get past this. I mean, it's like it's like uh, Captain Lee said, it's insidious. It, it's going to bury whoever gets in its way. That's its goal. Right. To bury and then say next and it's burying way too Next. many people. And I think part of it is because of this whole draconian idea that you've got to do the tough love thing and you know, you've got to act like yes, we don't like the behavior, but underneath the behavior is generally a very sensitive person, you know, who does care about things and they have a disease, people. It's a disease. Right. And you know, if you can't love them beyond that, what kind of a chance do they have? You know, especially family. Uh-huh. Especially the family. That One of the things that, you know, I never, ever, ever loved my child less, ever. No matter what she did, I was shocked at a lot of the behavior. <laughs> especially at yeah. first. After a while, you yeah. come to expect it. But, you know, initially, it was shocking. Yeah. You know, th- this person that I've known her entire life could do these things but underneath it she was still there and she came back Mm -hmm. she came back is she different yeah I would say she's a lot tougher gratefully yes and she's she's not going to put up with a whole lot of stuff from people including which kind of amuses me other addicts right well you know I have a less of a I have a lesser tolerance for um People who are stuck in their own way. Right. You know what I mean? Like people who know better, right. who choose to become a volunteer again and go back out. And but is it really a choice? When, you, when you're sober or clean and you choose to use again, yeah, that's a choice. But don't you get triggered sometimes by things? Uh, n- I'm not making excuses. I'm, I'm literally asking because I don't know. No, there's there's no switch in your brain that automatically makes you go stick a needle in your arm. Absolutely not. It's a, it's it's a choice that you make to do that. Fully knowing what's going to happen. Fully knowing you don't have a choice. If diarrhea is coming, you're not stopping it. You have no choice, right? Right. Try holding it in. It ain't going to work. What would put you in a in a situation where you go into a bar? Where you go down the street and buying buying whatever it is that you're going to buy to inject or ingest somehow, uh, you're you're physically on your way. You're not you're not like in a blackout. What's what puts you in a blackout? They're doing the the drug or the drink. Yeah, I, but if you've already done it, yeah. 
but it's a choice to go use again. But it must be a terrible, sad choice where you're just like, oh, yeah. I don't oh, no, care about anything, is. so I might as well get high. Well, no, it absolutely is. And, and, and it, I yeah, made that choice. If you get to that point, it's got to be very sad. I made that choice for a long time. One, because I didn't know any better, because I didn't give myself enough time. But I know people who have five, seven, nine years who choose to go back out. Yeah. That's a choice. But there's got to be a reason behind it. Oh, no, it there's too. a reason behind it. But instead of dealing with the reason, right. you take the easy way out. And well, granted, sometimes it, dealing with a reason can maybe be difficult, too. Well, it's it's still the lesser of two evils. You know, you think it's the easier way to... No, I agree. I just, you think I, you it's know. the easier way to use because then you can then you can deaden, but that's a job. Yeah, that's a 24-hour job. It's a 24-7 job from yeah. what I saw. You got to yeah. make up all these lies. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just crazy. It's it's insidious, you know. And and I guess maybe if you don't, if you haven't done the proper work, then I guess the choice is easier to make because you haven't dealt with the demons and the skeletons in that closet that you accidentally open and here they come rushing out and you just run along through the field with them and get what you're going to get. But um, Well, life can throw some bad stuff at you too. But there is nothing that anyone else has dealt with that have gotten through it. That's worse? That's worse. Really? Yeah. That's, so. that's an interesting concept to me. That's Yeah. That's the first time I think I've ever really understood it that way. Yeah, and, and I mean, if you know, everyone has an excuse. Not everyone has the reason. You know, and, and there is no reason to use today. There is no reason in the world for me if anything, you know, I mean, whatever happened, God forbid, um, that would not be my option because I am aware of what it would do to me. Right. Yeah, it may numb me for a day, but I come in with tubes in my nose. Where do you think I'm going out? Right. With tubes in my nose. So it it it's a no win situation for me. I've I've walked that I've walked that path. I've burned that bridge and you know, I, it's just not somewhere where I would opt to go today. I mean as as low as I could probably get that would even be lower to to have to, you know, the whole world would have to fall apart before that would be a choice. I mean, granted, like I say, that card is in my Rolodex, but I have so many things in that card's way that I would have to get through all of those before I pulled the using card. And if I got all the way there, I'm intentionally heading there. So I'm making that choice. Right. Yeah. Because after all of these years or all of this work that I've done, it has nothing to do with years. All the work that I've done to become the productive member that I am, it's still a good day to get high because I'm an addict. So knowing that I have to put all of these little stepping stones in the way because that option is there if I choose to take it. Right. So that's a conscious thought at that point. I just don't go, oh, how did I end up here? Well, do you think some people think, well, it's been nine or ten years. I can probably do it now. And, it, you know, this isn't going to happen to that's me again. That's a choice. That's a choice. You're choosing to do that. And take because, a chance. 
Because I could lie to myself right now and go, yeah, sure, I could drink a beer. Ain't going to happen because I know what's going to happen. I, I know halfway through every, every, every beer that I drank, halfway through there was a set of works in a bottle. Every time. So what makes me think it's going to be different now? I've learned from all of the gotchas that I put myself through. So it is a conscious decision to jump all of the stuff that I've been able to put in my tool bag and go to the using card. So therein I con- li- yeah, therein lies madness. Yeah. Yeah. But back to back to these words here. You know, um, like I said, every single time that I've read something about losing a loved one, they're good individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, people that, you know, their parents were probably pissed at them right. for quite a few years, you know, with the, with the with the path of destruction that they were bringing them through or they were willfully walking with them through. And ultimately, they're not bad people. No, not at all. You know, you know it's hard people, not like, to be angry yeah. at all the stuff that happens. But mm-hmm. for me, at least, I was more fearful of what I knew could happen. Right. Than angry, you know, in the moment. And a lot of times I was angry at the way she was treated by other people and by the legal system and, you know, all the other Mm -hmm. things that surround the madness that is, you know, is the whole hurricane of addiction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just, I'm very grateful, you know, as of today, this hasn't happened to me, but I know so, so, so many people that it has. And it's Mm -hmm. just, I, um, couple of weeks ago, you know, somebody that my daughter knew and some of the others, they lost him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Somebody local? Yeah. Wow. I'm not sure who it was. I yeah. just saw a lot of stuff on Facebook about it. Oh, you know something else you say that I think I did, too? Yeah. Not that I knew who it was, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's sad. I, you know, you, people are trying to walk in the right direction and... You know, I, I remember when I was an active firefighter, and we would sh- we would respond because we had to do m- medical calls, uh, and we would show up on the second floor, and you know, it was a kind of a seedy apartment, and there would be somebody that was that was overdosed on the floor, and the reaction at first that I used to get from the guys because we would all go up on a medical call, everybody would go up except the except the chauffeur. So it would be the lieutenant or officer and the two firefighters with a medical bag. And I remember, you know, going up the stairs and seeing somebody slumped over on the floor and uh, the reaction from the brothers that I was walking up the stairs with. You know, geez, here's another one. And, you know, and I used to tell them all the time, we're only one bad decision away from being that guy Right. right there. And they really didn't understand it until, you know, one, I said it many times. It was in a city that people were dropping left and right. And two, they 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 remembered who I was, right. where I've been, and who I became. And I think it kind of, I mean, they would kind of like back off a little bit and let me kind of do what we had to do right. medically to, to keep, you know um, – but it, it it's funny because sometimes, sometimes 
I have that reaction when I see somebody on the street that I don't know that I see is in a bad way. Right. And I don't know if it's just me trying to protect myself or, you know, I don't know if that's one of those cards that are in the Rolodex that stops me and says, you want to be that guy again? Right. You know, or if it's Maybe fear thank God of, I'm not there. Right. Or, or, or fear of, of seeing me in right. someone else, you know, because every time that I see someone, I can remember when them, mm-hmm. you know, and then pops in my head words like you say, uh, you know, you all become the same, the same creature. Creature. Yeah. And, you know, there's that poor slob that has a life and just can't get out of his or her own way. And there's, you know, mulling around Walmart and don't even know where they're at. Or standing on the corner with a sign. And I will tell you, my daughter always, always stops and gives them money. Yeah. And I said, why do you do that? And she goes, I know what they're going to use it for, but it doesn't matter. People gave it to me. Yeah. And it's it's a hard life doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and we always, as a matter of fact, there was a friend that we heard was on the corner, went down to try to find her. She wasn't there. No. But yeah, she's, she does do that. Oh yeah, no, I, I do too. My, my, uh, Janelle does as well, you know, and it's, and it's, yeah, it's, I do too when I have cash. Cause it's, you know, I, I would rather like that, like I was going to, um, Whole Foods the other day, I was pulling in and there's always the same three guys there and, uh. I told the guy to to meet me at Whole Foods. Yeah. And I was amazed that he came. Wow. And I bought him a bought, food? I bought him a plate of food and all of that stuff and I said make sure you bring some for and I don't know, it probably cost me like 30 bucks for the food that I bought him, but it was better to give them food and and sustain right. them than to give them and money hopefully to go that get- yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to I wouldn't hand him 30 bucks. No. But, you know, 2 or 3 dollars here or there is is yes. one thing. But to be able to feed them, I thought that was pretty yeah, cool, and that, he accepted and that's, it. That's really great that yeah. they came. Wow. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I was waiting for him to go, hey, can we go down the soap aisle? Yeah. And can we go down, you yeah. know? But, but at that point, it or, didn't uh, matter. Would you mind giving me a couple of bucks when we're leaving? But at that point, it didn't matter because he made the effort yes, to, to show up. Yes, he actually showed up. Yeah, wow. and, it was, and it was pretty cool. That is very cool. Yeah. You know, so if you have any... If you're out there and you're listening and you have any questions or if you have any stories or you want to share uh, anything that's happened to you about what like what we've been talking about for the past 15 minutes, call 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent 
inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we are back. That was a quick break. Um, I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Too busy talking to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it happens that way when you're live, I guess. You know, we, we have a couple of uh, interesting guests. I, I ran into a marketing firm or some or whatever. What is people, uh, a production company? And uh, she's fed me a couple of uh, interesting individuals that we're going to be scheduling uh, to speak to. A lot of it is not, quote unquote, addiction based, but our audience will be able to get something from it. You know, how to love yourself. I mean, the the person that's going to be speaking isn't speaking from an addict's point of view, but they're speaking from an individual's point of view. And I know for me, that was one of the things that I had to yeah, do I was, say, was to figure out how to, thing. Yeah. how to love yourself. Yep. Because and, and it's hard when you're, when you're out there doing what y'all do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I think at times we can still all struggle with that. Oh yeah. You know I, I do. Mean? I do. Because like, like I said, and I know everyone, I mean, I, I have I have an excuse. I have a built-in excuse. I suffer from a disease that at one moment makes me feel better than, and at the next moment makes me feel less than. Right. You know, I am sure that in any situation, you, you walk into a function that you've never, know nobody, and have never been in that place. You're walking in that door with apprehension. You're not walking in all, hi, great I am, right? Uh, it doesn't really bother me. I've done it so much professionally. Yeah. That the only thing that I would you be apprehensive about is where, you know, I, I may not know where I'm going. Right. So, so, but every, the, you, the so people you have wouldn't scare me. Right. Oh, no, I'm not saying the people, like they the used people don't. To, the people would have scared me earlier in my life, but they don't yeah. anymore. Yeah. Well, plus I'm an old lady, so. You know, 
if they want to judge me, fine. Yeah, but you're, you're the kind of old lady that when you walk in a door, people look at you. They, they don't go, oh, look at that. When you say old lady, it, you're not Mark Kettle. No. Yeah, although no. you sound like her, you're not Mark Kettle. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, no. I, I, am, I am much older than back in the days when they really did turn around and look at <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's a whole other interesting topic. Well, you know something that's funny. I was I was looking at a picture of uh, of your daughter the other day, and it was somewhere Instagram or something. And she was at a, it was just like last week. She was at a concert with somebody. Yes, and there were two girls. It was her one eighty two. Yeah, right, exactly. It was her and somebody else. And my first split second was. Ellen went to that. <laughs> so, no. but, but, so that goes to show you that you're not as old as you'd like to oh, say. Well, old you, lady. She did that, that Facebook app where what are you going to look like in 30 years or yeah. 40 years? And she looked just like you? It, she showed it to me and I thought it was me. No kidding. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Yeah. I was like, wow, don't put that on Facebook because people right, will except, think it's me. Except you don't. Except you don't walk around with all the black stuff around your eyes. Well, no. She doesn't anymore either. No, no if I could put it on right, I would, but no, that's yeah. too much trouble. No, but you know something, it, it, I'm grateful that, um, one, I can laugh at myself today. There was, you know, there was a time when there was no laughter uh, about anything. You know, it was, I was driven by... Uh, all the negatives that anything negative that could grab onto, and there, I wouldn't even look at myself when I was when I was shaving or anything like that, oh, wow. and uh, because I didn't want to see what I, I, I could see. My eyes never lied to me. You yeah. know what I mean? That's the only thing that wouldn't lie, because they say you know your, your eyes are the window to your soul. Right. And, True. And my eyes never lied to me, and I didn't like looking at myself because. I, I could see who I was. I could I could lie to you because I wasn't looking at me. Right. You know, and it's just it's insidious, and that's and that's where it that's where it brings you. And and I'm grateful today that that I have those awarenesses and that I can see um, where it's where it where the disease put me and the gifts that it's allowed me today sounds kind of strange that I had to walk through what I walked through to be who I am. You know, it's funny. uh, On Facebook again or whatever, there was an article, one of the ex-presidents, I'll give you his initials, Jimmy Carter, uh, (laughs) said something disparaging or whatever. You know, I mean, it's just whatever. It's made up stuff. And, um, it was something to do with uh, Republicans and Democrats uh, stealing all the money and taking advantage of this and that and the other thing. And, and what I just typed, I just typed, go bang nails, your old coot, right? <laughs> so this guy that posted it, a guy that I know I was in kid school with, uh, posts underneath it. Um, knowing the crap that you walked through and where you've been. You need to not say stuff like that, right? So my first reaction was, let's just like throw two barrels at this dude. Like, right. who are you to walk in my shoes, right? 
But what I did was I just replied back and I put, sorry, mom, I, I, I lost my head for a moment with a with little one of the saint yeah. signs. And it shut him right up. You and, know? That, and sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful today that I have those gates. Right. You know, and I'm grateful today when I see people on the street that don't have that gate, I don't have to engage. And that's that is a skill. Yeah, that is a yeah. skill. I mean, trust me, I, I I want I wanted to blast the guy, but then I said, you know something, I'm going to get in some kind of stupid. Yeah, is it worth it? No. So I just said, sorry, mom, lost yeah. my head for a moment. What's he going to say to that? Yeah, we can agree to disagree. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Shut him down. Yeah. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. And again, that is that is a skill that is very difficult to come by, especially. With people that are close to you, you know those those are the people where it's really hard yeah. not to come back at. Yeah, but some but sometimes though, well, because they were targets for so long, right? You know that it's easier to want to engage them because it's reverting back to old behavior, which which I, I have to say, um, doing all the necessarily. Excuse me. All the necessary work I had to to get to where I am. Oh, behavior can come back like that. Yeah. I just have to stay so aware of it. Uh, like like I said, you know, one minute I'm greater than the next minute I'm less than, and the following minute I'm ready to attack, only because that's a, uh, um, a, a not a coping mechanism, but it's a it's a uh, a safe mechanism for me. My my tongue was always my best uh, sword. So anger is a weapon. Yeah, but not necessarily or even defensiveness anger, or yeah, aggression. Aggression, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I'm 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 glad today that uh, I can get out of my own way. You know, and and I remember years ago when we first started in radio and, and you were like, what do you mean get out of your own way? Yeah. And I would imagine by now you kind of like the way that I say that, you, you get what I'm talking about when I say it, you know? Yes and no. I still don't get it all the way. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. you know, I don't know that I ever will. Um, you know, cause, yeah. Because you're always there within yourself. Right. But myself, left to my own devices... Got me sleeping on a park bench. Right. My smartest thinking got me homeless, helpless, and loveless. So how do I get out of that thought process? I have to take what was given to me by others and and mold that in over what it is that I think. So you have to listen. Right. And get out of my own way. Follow instructions. Yeah, and, and get out of my yeah. own way. My own way puts me right back where I was. Like I just said, 30 years clean and it's still a good day to get high. I don't think about it every single day. I don't dwell on it. I don't dream about it. I don't do any of that. still a good day. Because yeah. that's what I do. That's what we do. And how you know? fortunate everybody with this disease is that there are people out there who will help you. Mm-hmm. Get out of your own way if you'll listen to them. Right. If you just step yeah. off. And that's why going back to what I was saying originally, it's a choice you make to use. With all of these weapons that you have in your arsenal, all of these different avenues of assistance, 
Right. And you end up using, you didn't get out of your own way. You know, and, and uh, today I, I, I look at these little, these little lumps. I gave, them a bath, I gave them a bath out in the yard today. They were flipping out. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I have too much that I have to take care of right. to, to neglect myself. And, you know, life can be that much greater allowing others' suggestive behavior to come in you know i am not i'm not one I, I still buck authority per se you know uh that's one of my one of my shortcomings or character defects i'd say that uh if somebody tells me i need to do something i get like defensive inside i mean i, I probably end up doing it because i tell my you know i i run through my rolodex and say okay this is how you get to um, okay, what it is that they just said. What, 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 and uh, imagine me when I was in the Marine Corps, and oh, I tell him, yeah. yeah, it was it was the toughest thing in the world to get through. But if I could get through that with with people demanding, they, I mean, there was no question. Right. There was no question whatsoever, and. Um, you know, life-threatening situations. There could there couldn't be hesitation with a mind saying you're not going to tell me what to do was crazy. Right. And today I'm grateful that I'm not in life-threatening situations because I'm not making that choice, and I can I can filter through what it is that's coming in. In how I perceive it versus, we would. I was just talking to uh, my son-in-law earlier about somebody who texts us, and I hate what he says. I want to just like call him up and blast him because he he's cocky with the way that he talks, but I don't think he's aware he's doing it. Yeah, maybe not. You know, because he does it all the time, and when I talk to him, he's the nicest kid in the world. But but on on you know on message, he's a punk. And uh, so, so to deal with situations like that in the in a world that that is that we that we live in is tough sometimes. Very, you know, because because old behavior comes out, and it's like, don't tell me what to do. You know, well, and, everybody has a little of that, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not worried about everybody else. I'm worried about me because yeah, I'm, uh, right. you know, I'm responsible for me. And I'm not slighting anyone else. I know everybody deals with it because I know that there's been situations where I have managed people and I take everyone's opinion and I go, okay, this is what we're going to do. And it's against what the majority of people say. So they're walking away going, that guy's a jerk. Yeah. You know, but it's okay because the bottom line is, is the job gets done. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I'm the one that would have a hard time with that. If people are thinking, I'm a jerk, I don't like that. I don't want them to think I'm a jerk. So I was never a good boss. When I had to manage people, I was a pushover. Yeah. And, it, you know, it takes different different types of people to make the world go around. This is true. And human nature, in my opinion, is the one thing that never changes. Ever. People are people, and they're going to act the way they do. 
And you go, yeah, and you and will. It, you know, if you look back at biblical times and the whole reason, you know, I mean, not to put a religious bent on the show, but everything that was written was because people were acting up. Right. Right. And, Laws are made because people were acting up. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I was thinking about that the other day. You know, when. Even with marijuana laws, they were not nearly as strict as they became, and now they're backing now off they're, of Now them. they're backing but, off, you know, yeah. It was because of the way people were behaving, I think, in right. large part. And, you know, I, I uh, you know, speaking of marijuana, we only have two minutes to break, but speaking of marijuana, you know, I used to be so dead against uh, legalization or decriminalization. I always just bought into the crap that it was a gateway drug and this, that, the other thing, because ultimately that was how I, that was my story. Right. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean it's everyone's. And, uh, you know, for the longest time, but then, but then with the, with the help of social media, I saw videos of people with Parkinson's disease that, or multiple sclerosis. Wow, Anything, really yeah. Like like they that. they they smoke a little weed and they're they're calm and and laying down and mm-hmm. you know they're not you know uh, showing the signs of their illness and how can you how can you not embrace something that's going to medicinally help someone? I mean, I get I get. You know, people probably shouldn't be driving heavy machinery or in in traffic or weeded up and stuff like that. But in the confines of your own home, if if it's something that medicinally helps you make it, like like um, uh, Doctor Boyette said about the uh, uh, Suboxone, if that little pill allows a mother to be a productive member of society right. and a loving parent. Yeah, what? Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, you know, it, and it's a little hard to abuse, really. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much of much about well, that. It, I mean, it, it, you don't really get high, high from it. Yeah, I guess, and you, you don't know, want to take fifteen of them because well, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, it just it wouldn't work. But no. you know, and with the marijuana, there there is a huge number of people that are using it now that had opioid addiction and right. they are using it medicinally and it's helping them. Some some uh, facilities are even yes. like CBD oils right. and stuff like that. I mean, that's not marijuana, but... Well, it's helpful uh, for anxiety. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of addicts suffer from terrible anxiety. So instead of using Klonopin and all of that stuff, they're... Yeah, exactly. They're or Seroquel C- or yeah. some of those horrible... Using uh, Thorazine or... Yeah, you know, exactly. Using CBD oils. Use something a little more gentle. Right. So if you have any experience with that, why don't you give us a call at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. We'll take your questions, comments, or whatever you want to say when Ellen and I return on the Miracles in Recovery radio show. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We got the power to change the world. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we are back. You know, we have to get somebody on. I mean, I know we said it before, and I was almost set up with someone to be able to share with us about um, CBD oil right. in a uh, in a facility that uh, there's one right here in Port St. Lucie, I think, that uses it. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, but I just never could really connect with the guy. Maybe I got to drive by there and uh, set it up. If we have to do a remote, or if we have to, if we have to tape it, maybe we can go. Yeah, and we can go sit and in his office and, be- and do it that way. Because I, I mean, I, I, that's that's pretty interesting i think that they're that they're using i mean they use drugs to veer you away from opiates anyway so what's the difference of using marijuana if it works it seems to work very well yeah and Um, and and it has not seemed to make people go back to the needle which is you know that's the that's the line we were fed forever that it yeah. was a gateway drug, and if you do that, then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna relapse. And, and but also, like you said, that was the line we were fed forever. And marijuana has always been uh, one of those one of those drugs where they said it was illegal, and that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Now that they've done some medical research and studies, and it's doctors are swearing by it. There's doctors out there that swear by it. Yeah, you know, well, uh, see cancer patients, and yeah, I know a lot of people. Well, not a lot, but several people with cancer. Yeah, and they are at you know the point where this is their last resort, and yeah. that's what they're trying. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that and healthy diet and things like what's that. The, what's the pill that they used to uh, – there was a, um, a marijuana pill that they used know. to they used to give people who were on radiation and all oh, that. Oh, I do uh, know what you're talking about. Marinol? Marinol or something like yeah. that. Yeah, to, to to give them an appetite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so, to keep them from being so ill. Yeah, so I mean it's been it's been used for a while, but pill versus leaf uh, is just so silly. Well, there there seem to be many different forms of it as well. I don't know too much about it. It is right. legal here in the state of Florida if you are licensed. You know, you you get like a driver's license with your picture on yeah, it, you get a, so a that you can go in those stores. Yeah. Well, they call it a license, not a prescription. Oh, do they? Uh huh. Yeah. That that's the way it worked in California too. I don't know about the. You know, there are a handful of states where it's yeah. legal, but you know, you can't take it over so what, the state so, lines. But so what happens with that? You can you can you go to the you go to the dispensary. Yeah, you show this ID with you know your picture yeah. on it and everything, and you can go in. Because I asked my daughter, can I go with you? Oh, so you can't even get in. No, I could not go in. Oh, okay. I don't so even know if you like can a, look inside. So it's not like a storefront where you can go window shopping. and. No, well, I mean, it in is In San Francisco, store. you can. Yeah, you it, can yeah, go in. And, because it's it's legal yeah. for recreational there, too, I believe. Oh, okay, right. That's the difference, yeah. It's not legal recreational no, here. No, yeah. They're trying to legalize it recreationally, I think. We're probably a year or two away from that. Yeah, well, I mean, it. I'm not necessarily concerned about that piece of it, but you know, for for medicinal purposes, if it keeps people, um, and and I think I think it's with anything else. You you can go one of two ways. You, the older you get, the crotchetier you can yeah. get, or or the more lenient you can get. And I think a lot of my views have relaxed a little bit. Right. I'm not as I'm not as stiff and as staunch in, yeah, in what my constitution used to be. Yeah, nor am I. Um, I still think it can be abused, just oh, yeah. like just yeah, no, about anything. Anything you know, else? Too much of a good thing is never good. Right. Well, I shouldn't say never good, but it it's often not good. Um, yeah. You know, More I, often I know than not not good. You well, know, I know people who've had problems with it. Mm-hmm. But the medicinal part, yes, if it's used appropriately, I think it's mm-hmm. it's been found to be very helpful in. In a whole arena of problems, not the least of which is anxiety, which can lead to some of the addiction issues. Right, the choice to use. Right, yeah, exactly. To get, to, to get away, you know, and and that's one of the things that, uh, I, 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 you know, what we say on the air here does not justify anyone's behavior out there, you know, in the sense of. If we're having a conversation saying we think it's good medicinally, that doesn't mean to tell little Johnny that it's okay. Yeah, to get to high. Go by, no. Yeah, to get high. It's it's absolutely this not okay a, unless there's. You go to a doctor and yeah. they determine what you can, you know, what you need it for, and what you can use. Yeah. I mean, I think there are, there are even levels. I probably of should that. have said little Joey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Little somebody. Yeah, the, the you know the the thing is is that it's out there, and if it can be used, you know, I, I would love, and and now I'm now I, I'm motivated to to look into that again because there are things that we're talking about, and we're just talking like two lay people about right. marijuana being okay medicinally. There are professionals out there that are using it in. Uh, recovery facilities. Now, when I say marijuana, I'm probably talking more CBD oil. Right. Which is a, a derivative of, but all of the all of the THC is taken out of it. 
right. and it's the hemp it. that they're, you know. So if I, I gave it to Aries before they took her leg, right, right, and she was, I, I had it, you know, yeah, uh, was illegal, but yeah, I don't care. It was right. my dog, and, uh, and she was I, very I, ill. Yeah. She was, she was very ill, and I, I just didn't know what to do. I got some somehow and um it was the real stuff it wasn't this stuff you can buy at a health food store this was the real the real thing from california and and i'll tell you what it worked it absolutely worked because she had she used it i i gave it to her uh probably about 10 days prior to her getting her leg amputated the following morning when we went to pick her up, didn't even skip a beat, jumped up off yeah. the floor and jumped into the back of the car. One leg missing. Yes. Now, two weeks prior, there was no way that that was going to happen. She was in that much pain. I was afraid that we were going to have to, you know, put her down. Right. And, uh, you know, we didn't. So, so it showed me in an animal that it works. So why wouldn't it work in on a, a human. person. Yeah. So we, we, we definitely need to uh, get somebody on here that can share their experience. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because I, I do think it's helping a lot of people. Yeah. And we just. When used appropriately, it's helping a lot of people. Right. You know, but it's, who, isn't it funny how, like, we, we always have to go back to the reclassification when it's used properly. Right. When it's, you know what I mean? Well, it, it, it's funny that we still have. I mean, we're talking about how, I mean, our caveman understanding of what marijuana can do because we don't really know outside of, you know, the stimulus that we get in and, you know, what we read, what we see, you know, we don't have, we're not talking educated about it. True. But we still have to go back to, revert back to when used properly or, you know, if... If we said when used properly, then three quarters three quarters of our audience we wouldn't be talking to because they would have used their medication properly. Well, this is true. You know. Well, I just you know I don't know much about it at all. Yeah. It was never something that I was interested in doing. So for me, you know, I, I have very little experience with it. I've just seen some bad effects, you know, on some people. Right. When they did too much. And too much all the time, you know, for the the express purpose of getting high. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's not dangerous, but it can be demotivating in a kind of a bad way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and meaning that, you know, you just sit around and aren't motivated to do anything. But some sometimes that's well, even better yeah, than for you guys, somebody that that's running thing. around like a nut. That could be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to judge at all. I, like I say, I know very little about it. Yeah, and as well as I do. I mean, there was, like I said, the longest time uh, I was totally against it. And now my eyes are opening up a little bit. So I would love to have someone share professionally. Yeah, how, how does it work? How, how, how it works. Work? And, and, and what the... What the um, 
success rate is with it. I know, I know we've talked about success rate and, you know, you're only as successful as your knowledge that you're giving the individual is only as successful as how much they want to absorb it. How much they're going to absorb it. But I'm wondering if like, I'm sure you can see individuals within the, within the confines of the facility that are taking to it. Right. You know, so it's so, making a difference. Yeah, because yeah, it's making a difference. They, yeah, I, I, I see it. I, you wouldn't believe the people our age and older who are coming in, going, "Hey, you know, they've got one of those pins that you can smoke it out of." And they got oh, okay. it legally. Yeah, the vape and thing. Yeah, they're all excited about it. Oh, can you buy those at the? I guess you buy them yeah. to, you know, to vape it. I don't know. That's where you. They are. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you smoke it that way, but yeah, they're. Like super excited about it, and I'm like, well, really? I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, something. But you know, if you've so got what? arthritis yeah. and so you what? know other chronic kind of, you know, things that people get when they're older, right. and it helps. Hey, that's a lot better than taking a whole bunch of chemicals. Right here we are. Here we are starting off talk. We 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 started talking about uh, someone losing, losing a, a loved child. one and how how horrific the. Uh, how addiction can be, and then we're ended up saying, ah, marijuana is okay. <laughs> you know, well, if it helps we're, somebody and keeps yeah, them alive, we're not yes, saying definitely. marijuana is okay. That's yes. that's absolutely not what we're saying. We're saying medically, medicinally, if it works, um, then it might be something that you want to look into. And we'll yeah. definitely on one of these upcoming shows, I'm going to reach out to the people who is giving us. The guests and see if they have anybody yeah, in there. That would there. be very cool. I think. Yeah. You know, I would like to learn more about it. Just right. Because I really don't know anything, and no. you know, there, there's so much information. It's hard to weed through it, and you it's know. Even, even to understand it. Yes. You know, because I still have that old mindset. Yeah, me too. That. Well, that, Reefer Madness. Did you have to see yeah. that movie in school? So yeah. did we. Oh my yeah. goodness! It was like I, the worst you know, thing you can do. To be honest with you, I watched it uh, about a year and a half. Oh, ago. did you really? Yeah. Yeah, and I also watched it was it was an excellent movie. I watched it again. Uh, Frank Sinatra in the uh, the Man with the Golden Arm. Yes, yes, yeah, that's a great movie. Yes. I watched. I just watched that like a couple weeks ago. Um, I try to watch that every once in a while. And the funny thing is, is that the movie was made in like 1954. Yeah, and they they have it down like the steps of him. Going back to using yes. was incredible. It was my story. It was their story. It was your daughter's story of how you, yeah, of how we so set ourselves back up. The disease doesn't change, yeah. you know. And sadly, we are out of time. That was a very quick hour. It certainly was. You know, probably said a whole bunch of nothing, but I'm sure it resonated with somebody. I hope so. And with that, with miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is. Good night, everyone. Good night. Stay blessed. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.